You know what movie I watched again last night? What? The Blind Side. Oh, I love that one. I think he was probably trying to pull something out of me. Basically, I think Hallmark needs to change their name to The Candace Channel. Got the part of DJ on Full House, and they actually held shooting the pilot so I could finish some kind of wonderful. Should we talk about old movies that we love? It's not that old. Like comfort movies. One that you will, when when you turn on the TV and it happens to be on, you will even sit through commercials and watch. You know what's ridiculous? What? Mine is probably like Princess Diaries. Oh, that's a sweet one. <laughs> I know, but it's like for children. But no, it's I love not. It. But you were that age when, but I, when it came out. Yeah, when it came out. Was that young. was your jam. I loved it, and it just—it's very comforting to watch. It's not too much conflict. I relate to her. It's cute. It's very much like Roman Holiday. Did you ever see Roman Holiday with Audrey Hepburn? Yes. So it has that kind of feel, right? Of a of a well, in her case, she's a very polished princess. Audrey Hepburn was a very polished princess who wants to break free and and let loose. But I, I guess Princess Diaries is the opposite. <laughs> but Princess Diaries is sort of the opposite, right? She finds out she's a princess. She wants to, to run away to, from being a princess. Yeah, it's a fish out of water. Fish. Out, that's the theme. And then in Blindside, it's very, it's so Blindside. encouraging. Such a beautiful movie. So it was on the other night, and Mark and I decided to watch it. And then um, we had to go to bed, so we turned it off. And then we started it again last night, and we like finished it. And I mean, I should have gone to bed because it was like one in the morning, and I was like, but no, I have to. I have to finish this movie. I just, I love every minute of that movie. Sandra Bullock is brilliant. Um, the guy who plays Michael Orr, Quentin, uh, what's his name? But he, he, he's amazing. I forgot Tim McGraw's in it. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's my favorite dad. from 1883. So good. So subtly good too. And even you got Coach Sabin in there. And just what a beautiful story of love and trust and, um, and then success. Overcoming so much, so many obstacles, overcoming the odds. And, and actually, you know, I work a lot with youth villages, which is an amazing organization, which kind of helps kids like how Michael Orr started out, helps kids, um, that might be in a foster situation or, um, you know, um, be abandoned or, want to be adopted um and they really and they help get girls out of abusive situations and Mm -hmm. and human trafficking circles and wow um and so they they do so much good and it just reminded me kind of ties it together because i went to a grammy viewing party that had um that was for youth villages and janie's fund which is steven tyler's part of the organization which is mainly for the girls being abused and it just you know it ties into that michael orr story so much and it's just such a beautiful beautiful funny Heartwarming movie. So if you haven't seen it, you have to go see it. It's, it's like so sweet. So I follow Leanne Tui on Instagram yes. and I just love, I mean, like Sandra Bullock, a nailed oh personality. Oh my gosh. Her, her style, her I like, know everything about her everything. is exactly like the movie. And I just felt like she nailed that performance because, and what and an encouraging family. woman, like still to this day. I mean, she's obviously there in Michael's life and, you know, Michael's the, had kids now and stuff yes. like he's, he's a big boy now. Yeah. It's like, so it's such fun. a fun story to follow. And what are like, okay. So princess bride was like my go-to girl. Oh yeah. Every aspect of that movie. I will, I will sit through that for, I mean, and I know my whole family knows every word. I have a pillow in my house that says <laughs> my name is an Eagle Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> but, um, you know, everything about, I, I started a company called Buttercup Films and oh. I just, I think everything in my life has been something about, about the Princess Bride. That's I so just, fun. Yeah. That's I a just, great one. I, I obsess over that. Like, um, other ones like Roman Holiday, I've watched mm-hmm. over and over again. Oh, uh, this is, I feel like there's so many of these. Right. That I. <gasps> the Rock. Have you ever seen The Rock? 
with Sean Connery, um, <gasps> Nicolas Cage. I'm not a big Nicolas Cage fan, but I love I this I think movie. I have seen that one, but that's probably not... Uh, action movies are oh, not comforting not to me at all. It's not necessarily action. It's so fun. Again, Fish Out of Water, you got Nicolas Cage playing the... He's sort of a, a, a like an FBI guy, but he's he, he, what he does is he he diffuses um, uh, uh, like bad chemical yeah. uh, warfare, right? So he so they um, some ex military guys take over um, Alcatraz, mm-hmm. and they have to get Sean Connery out of prison to try to help him break into Alcatraz because he's the only person to ever break out of Alcatraz. So they release him from prison so he can lead this team of SEALs into, but Nick Cage has to go with him and he's like this bio warfare specialist who's just dorky and doesn't know anything about being in war, but he's got to go defuse these bombs and it's just so fun. And, um, and, and Nick Cage is so awkward and Sean Connery has some awesome lines. And actually my son's name, Mason, a big part of that is because Sean Connery's last name is, they call him Mason. So Sean Connery is, he was Bond. Yes. And I am a huge Bond fan. Are you? Yes. But you said you don't like action. You just said you don't I like know, action. I know. It's not, I would say action's not comforting to don't me. Don't you think Bond is very action? Like, yes and no. Maybe the or- origin of action? <laughs> sure. But like, it's not like, I don't feel like it's like a boom pal like at every second. There's no? a lot of story to Bond movies. There's a lot of martinis being shared. Yeah. And there's a lot, a lot of, fast of cars. dialogue. See, I hate and car chases though. No, well, I, I mean, but who doesn't want to see an Aston Martin fly through the air? No, but you know what? There's something about when a car chase starts, I tune out. I immediately start thinking about my to-do list for the next day. <laughs> Should I go brush my teeth now? Well, here's where Bond got me. So I love Sean Connery, obviously, but my favorite Bond, which is apparently a very controversial thing to say, is Pierce Brosnan. Oh, really? Yes, people. See, I, I see that. Way, he's handsome. He's so handsome. He is. And charming. Yes. He, to me, em- embodies. And I, you know what I attribute it to? <laughs> Do you, Nintendo 64. <laughs> My brother had the GoldenEye game. Oh. And I was a huge, I loved the movie, and, but I would play this game with him all the time. And Obviously, the graphics were not good, but I just always thought Pierce Brosnan was the most handsome Bond, and it stuck with me. And then Daniel Craig came along, which he's a fabulous actor, mm. but to me, he is not James Bond. I don't. I you can't know, get over the blonde agree. hair. Of all of them, I think Pierce Brosnan is the most handsome. Yes, for sure. Yes, um, I think the Sean Connery Bond movies are better, except for Goldeneye. I love Goldeneye, and Roger Moore. Like I, I have an appreciation, but it's yeah. that was kind of before my time. So, yeah, I guess I I love Bond movies. I wouldn't say they're my go-to comfort movies, but when you brought up Sean Connery, I had to mention I've mentioned Shawshank Redemption many a time. I know. And this is one. I think we need to binge this tomorrow. I think we have some time tomorrow, and we might have to do a little... I think I might need to watch that thing you do, and Uh, I think you might have to watch a little Shawshank. That thing you do is definitely a comfort movie for me, because it's just unendingly happy. It makes me very happy. I'm trying to think of another one of mine, like Sweet Home Alabama, but I'm not, I don't love that. I know that it's a fun movie and but it was great. But you're not going to turn it off. I'm probably not going to turn it off, but I might do other things while I'm listening to sure. it. Sure. And then tune in for parts of oh, it. Oh, see, and Woody Allen movies are like that. For, like oh, if see, they're on, I'm not turning it off. seen a whole lot of Woody Allen. I need I to watch more them. Woody Allen, but I did watch, did you watch the documentary about him? Oh, yeah. What is it, Pharaoh versus yeah. Alan or something? And I mean, that was look, I'm certainly not like praising his character as a human. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. But as we, an we artist, the art. I appreciate his work so much. My, my favorite movie of all time, we talked about this before, is Midnight in Paris. And it's this like, it's another one that I would never turn off because I yeah. just love it. I, I went to art school before I went to fashion school. Oh, and such a jack of all trades. I love so, it. And master of all. Not a no, jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, 
so this story is about this man who's a writer and he's in Paris with his fiance on this trip. And they, he's, he's dealing with, um, some like writer's block and just feeling really discouraged with this manuscript he's been working on. And he's a nostalgic person. Mm. And so it's this journey of nostalgia and it interferes with his reality. And basically you see in this movie, all of the great artists of a certain era come. Oh, I would love this. Why have Paris I not seen this? Night. Who is, who's the girl in this? Is it uh, Rachel McAdams? Oh, okay. Okay. And she's fabulous. You love to I, hate her. I love this. her. Well, okay. That reminds me of, uh, 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 not Couples Retreat, which is that's a movie I won't yes. turn off. I love Couples Retreat. What's the one she's in? Oh my gosh, with uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, Luke Wilson, um, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. That one I will never that's turn off. I think I watched it while I was in labor with one of my kids in the hospital. So funny. So, but yeah. So all these artists are so like you see Salvador Dali. Yeah. Oh my gosh. See, I gotta um, watch Toulouse Lautrec. How have I not seen you this? See Picasso. You see Hemingway and the Scott or uh, not Scott, uh, the Fitzgeralds. And uh, so, I mean, it is just like speaking to me on 10 different yes. levels and it's funny and it's smart and I'm watching yeah. it. All right. You sold me for sure. I'm definitely watching that. But there's some, I mean, 51st Dates is one that just popped oh, in my head. Oh, that's such a good one. Anything Reese, or not Reese Witherspoon, Drew Barrymore. Well, and Adam and Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler, really. I mean, um, just go with it with yes. Jennifer Aniston and him. Oh. So funny. And Nicole Kidman is hilarious. I want to show my kids, and they're not quite old enough yet, Billy Madison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, some of those make me crazy. When when people act like idiots, like Along Came Polly, oh, when they're yeah. just sort of so awkward, yeah. they make me feel like I cringe and I start to sweat. It is cringy, and I'm like, I can't watch this. But it is so funny. Uh, Happy Gilmore, that is one Happy of my all time favorites. I can get behind a little bit. But Billy, Billy Madison, Madison makes me cringe it's a so little. funny. So, Riker, my son, um, was having some trouble sleeping recently. So I got him one of those stuffed animals that you can warm up in the microwave. Ooh. It's called a warmy. Can I have that? And uh, Where's he, mine? I will get you a warmy. Okay. They're fabulous. And it's it's a heating pad that's shaped like a lobster. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyways, so he was like, what do we name it? And I was trying to come up with something cute. And I was like, oh, Boyle rules. Because, oh, Doyle. From Billy. <laughs> yeah. So now he walks around my house with his lobster going, oh, Boyle rules. Oh, my God. So his name is O'Boyle. That's really cute. <laughs> that's adorable. I love that. Well, should we introduce today's fabulous guest? Speaking of comforts, this is this guest is the one when I started this whole thing, I was like, we got to get her on here, yes. right? Like I was I mean, like, this is, this is. I feel like you guys are soul sisters. Oh my gosh, we have so much connected in connected on so many levels. That's how I start my intro, you want to hear? Yes, I do. Okay, so our guests today and I have a ton in common. You do. I wrote that down. So I love to write these down because I like to make sure I do my due diligence and find like kind of odd things to bring up too. Um, she and I are 12 days apart. She's older. Uh-huh. Just kidding. Um, we're both moms with three kids. Mm-hmm. We both had TV careers, um, and we seem to battle for the title of Christmas Queen every winter. <laughs> Christmas Queen, that is. Christmas I say Christmas queen. Cream. <laughs> oh. uh, best known for her TV role as DJ in 193 episodes of Full House from 87 to 95. That's amazing. And again, for the reboot that lasted 76 episodes on Netflix in the last five years, they've been doing those 76 episodes, which helped I think create the current boom of reboots on television. For sure it did. She competed in the 2014 Dancing with the Stars with the same partner I had in 2009, Mark Ballas. Nice. She starred, I think she like came in really close though. She, I, I went out halfway. She like made it to like three or something, I wow. think. She starred in, I think 11 or 12 Christmas movies, um, helping to launch, I think this new genre of movies. I want to talk to her about that. Like I think this Christmas genre is sort of a new thing. I mean, in the last Yeah, and y- y'all have definitely laid the foundation for that. Try. She's 
completed 18 Aurora Tea Garden episodes in her mystery movie series. And basically, I think Hallmark needs to change their name to the Candace Channel. I, just, mm-hmm. I think that they should give her that honor because her voice is all over like yeah. their radio at Christmas and everything. Um, she's appeared in almost every TV show you watched as a kid, including Punky Brewster, St. Elsewhere, Who's the Boss? And on top of that, her brother, Kirk... Cameron played Mike Seaver on Seven Years of Growing Pain. She was in that too, wasn't she? She was. She did. Yeah, I think she guest starred there. Um, she also took a turn as one of the ladies on The View in the talk show in 2015 yes, and did. 2016, which I was jealous of. I wanted to. That I wanted is that such gig. a hard job, though. I know. I want to talk to her about that. And I mean, what industry hasn't she dipped her toe into, right? She right. promotes her skincare line for Dr. Lancer. Um, she's popular on social media for her workouts. Mm-hmm. And she now has an amazing line of clothing um, on QVC called Candace Cameron Beret. Which you're line. wearing. I'm wearing her, her sweatshirt for those of you watching on YouTube. Um, she has a really strong faith that has led her in her career and her family life. At 20, she married Val Beret, a successful hockey player. And now her amazing three mostly grown kids seem to be sharing their, well, they do share their testimony of faith, just like yes. their mom um, in public. And they also seem to be following a little bit in the footsteps, like her boys love hockey and her daughter is acting. Very talented daughter. I actually remember and watching, gorgeous. I think she was in one of her movies last year. I'm, I'm sure she was. I hope she was. But my favorite project of hers is her, the role of the obnoxious little sister, Cindy Nelson, in the John Hughes movie, Some Kind of Wonderful. Yes. Which I'm, I forgot about that until I was looking at her IMDb and writing this up a little bit. And I was like, oh, my gosh. All of a sudden, her little tiny little girl face popped in my head <laughs> from Some Kind of Wonderful, which we've talked about before with Leah Thompson. Yes. And Mary Stewart Masterson. Who's also a Eric dear Stoll. friend now. Yes. And so we've got this. I, I got to ask her about Some Kind of Wonderful. All right. Let's bring her in. Let's do it. Come, Come on, on Candace. In, Candace. Hey, you know what's right around the corner? Father's Day. I know. I'm very aware. And I'm. What are you going to get your man? That is the question that I'm struggling with. So I've got a good idea. Okay. Does everybody out there want to know what I think you should get your man for Father's Day? Have you heard of Manscaped? I have heard of Manscaped. Well, Manscaped is here to ensure the dad in your life is looking like daddy material this June. Yeah, you can find their signature lawnmower 4.0 in the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 for the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. All right. This is no dad joke. (laughs) Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Okay, we're going to give you 20% off and free shipping with the code MJH at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for the dad in your life's special day. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MJH at manscaped.com. Yeah, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MJH, and he'll be shaking the gifts his mama gave him. (laughs) And support our sponsors so they keep supporting us. Well, Candace, thank you so much for being here. Yay, I'm so welcome. excited you're here. We made this happen. And um, I ran into you most recently at, oh, well, first I got to give you fuzzy socks. We got to do the fuzzy socks. Get comfy. Okay. Although I don't know, okay. I'm wearing your line. This is your Candace Cameron Beret line. And, I'm, and you look adorable. But look, it matches my toes. So I, don't know. I love your pieces. Thank <laughs> really you. Really cute stuff. It's really thank cute. And comfy. QVC, I'm wearing my people. t-shirt. This is my t-shirt underneath it's very cute i need a few of those for so we go to qvc and we find your stuff qvc.com yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to stock up for the summer for sure but here do you want to you want to grab do i get to pick any 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 socks you want oh Oh, yeah those are those are comfy yeah thanks yeah okay um, it coordinates with your outfit lovely you gotta yank them apart all about the fashion that's right (laughs) 
Well, you're always very fashionable. I'm always jealous. You have like the best Instagram. I know. Best, like you're so sweet. You do. You do an awesome job on it, and all your little workouts and all your. I, I'm so jealous of those. I'm like, we need, I need you to, to come life coach us. <laughs> move to Nashville. Okay. Come make us better. We've talked about it. I don't think we're going to move to Nashville, but I know I would probably love it there. Yeah, it's, you would. It's a fun place. But aren't you, are, does your husband, is it Miami your husband really likes or something? Is there? He does really like it, but our businesses are all here in California. And, and, so and, your and some of your kids, right? Yes. Or all your kids. All here. my kids are here. But um, but we have a we have a wine a wine brand and oh, a wine yes. a winery in Napa Valley. So that's like the biggest business that we can't move. Oh yeah, yeah. there's no relocating that. Well, and that's fun and fabulous anyway. I, I mean, know. A yeah. vineyard like why would you leave? Yep, yep. I would I would stick close to that. We're going to yes, you should. <laughs> um, so wait, okay. So we have to talk a little bit about your career before we get into all the stuff that you love. Okay. So I just have to talk to you about my favorite project of yours, which is some kind of wonderful. Were you? You were the little. You were like the kind of snotty little sister. Yeah. And gave him a little hell. Yeah. But super cute and so adorable. Thank do you. you. Do you remember anything about? I know you were very I, little. I do remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that movie. Um. I, I had auditioned for that and was working on that and then got the part of DJ on Full House and oh. they actually held shooting the pilot so I could finish some kind no of wonderful. Way. Yeah. But I remember, you know, <laughs> you know, what's so funny. I like remember the one bad thing that happened on yeah, that. Of course. And that was, <laughs> and like, this is so many years later, right? I hold no grudges, yeah. <laughs> but I was a little kid. I was, I was nine years old. And Eric Stoltz, who was playing my big brother, uh -huh. like, I think he was probably trying to pull something out of me in the scene. So he kept teasing me and like not saying his lines. Uh -huh. And as a kid, you know, you're, I'm, oh. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I know how to say, you know, it. your cue. Yeah. And then I kept missing everything and I didn't know how to respond because I didn't know how to improvise and I got so mad at him. And I was like, he just made me have a bad day and he made oh. me like mess up and not be my best. And you feel like a failure when you're a little yeah. kid taking direction and you're not doing everything that you're supposed to. But when I look back on it, I'm like, I think he was probably just trying to have fun and like get me to do something he was, different. Yeah, he was, he was poking you a little, yeah. trying to get some performance thing. Yeah, but that's, that's like the standout from nine years old because yeah. I'm a bit of a, perfectionist I guess and I get it it's like oh totally I get that but I love what I love re I watched that movie a recently movie. like a like a year ago and I, I need like, to oh. we just had Leah on and I just I need to watch it again because oh, I love that movie so yeah. I wanted to be Watts so bad um <laughs> when she gets the earrings at the end she's yep. like I thought I would get them I didn't know but I thought you know <laughs> Ah, yeah, such a good movie. It's interesting that you said that you just remember the bad thing because that's exactly what Leah said. She said, as actors, like everything is, you remember the hard stuff. It's and funny. Struggle yeah. mm -hmm. with each project, but you don't really remember. Like, yeah. I always remember yeah. like the breakups, the dog died that day. Or right. The, you know, right. that's the day I had the stomach bug or, you know, yep. it's, it's how you, or I do remember the costumes or the stunts mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, like the stunts that you have to do are kind of. I remember on that particular movie, they told me to basically bring whatever clothes I had. So we brought a suitcase and she opened them up and she's like, these are too cute. These are too <laughs> cute. And I was like, oh, okay. So I actually had to like have wardrobe. They didn't use yeah. much of my own clothes for that. Oh my God. You just brought a memory up for me too. I was doing a JCPenney commercial. And it's the first time I had to shave my legs. I don't know why they brought like- How old were you? I 
think I was like 12 and they were like, we can, I had to throw my legs over a chair and like kick my legs in the air, like dancing or something. And I remember my, like someone stopped, they cut. And of course it was like very quiet. And I was like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And they go and whisper to my mom. Then my mom comes to me and goes, come with me. We have to go to the bathroom. And like, they had to shave my legs. No way. And I was like, wait, what? So were you, did you feel embarrassed? Did you feel like, wow, I'm grown up? It was a little bit of both. It was a little like, well, that's weird. So that's what they were all whispering about. But then also like, okay, cool. We're going to shave my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Not realizing I'd have to do that for the rest of my life. (laughs) I have to start a little bit early, but yeah, that's, you just, I don't know why that memory just came up, but you do remember these things based on like random, strange yes. things that occur. And they're not normal memories for most children. No. <laughs> like, you were forced to shave your legs because all the public was looking at your legs. Because they could see the fuzz yes. on your leg when you were kicking your leg in the air. Gross. Weird. But yeah, definitely bizarre. Um, but, I mean, obviously the fans love and adore Full House. And what was it that made you want to come back to like Fuller House to do the reboot? Because people keep asking me about reboots and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's scary. It's like a scary place to venture into, I feel like. But you guys sort of pioneered it, I feel like. We really did. We we were so excited to do it and we had talked about it for years and we were the ones that went out and pitched it. Oh, so we really? did pioneer it. It wasn't like all of a sudden Warner Brothers called us and said, hey, what do you think about doing this? Yeah. The original creator and writer of an executive producer of Full House, Jeff Franklin, who also created, wrote and executive produced Fuller House, talked to all of us, John Stamos, Bob Saget, me, and said, hey, what do you guys think about going out and pitching it? We can get Warner Brothers on board and then we can run it to all so the he different networks. That. So yes. Because the problem I run and, into and people don't understand this in the industry is that I don't own it anymore. Like we right, own right. Sabrina for a sort of amount, certain amount of time and that expired. And so people don't seem to understand that I can't just be like, let's just do this. Like it yeah. depends on who owns it and where it's all very exactly, messy. Exactly. And Miller Boyette, owns it as well, but they were on board. So we went out and pitched it to all the networks and we didn't think that anyone was going to pick it up. And then Netflix was our last pitch Oh, and Netflix. And it was the new, it was just upcoming, right? Wasn't Netflix kind of just becoming like a bigger streamer thing? Like, I mean, it was five years ago now. So, I mean, they had hit their stride. They had hit their stride. So it was a buzzword. Netflix was a buzzword. Yes, it was. (laughs) So we were really excited, but you know what made me say yes immediately is because we are all so close. The cast, even Jeff Franklin, who created it, and Bob Boyette, like we have all been a family for 30 years. And so the idea of going back to work with my best friends was yeah. like, yes. And I, we love our characters. We love what the show represents. Like everything is a good memory. Yeah. So it was like, let's do this. And we also knew that our fan base has never left us. Yeah. Full House has never been off the air in 35 years. Wow. Never, ever been off the air. So we know how massive the fan base is and yeah. how strong it was. And we knew that they would they Super would rally loyal. and support and come out for it. That's so. awesome. Yeah. I feel like that would happen with Sabrina if we could figure out who owns it. <laughs> yeah, but it I think lovely. it would too. I think it would too. It's lovely. Figure out who owns it. It's like ABC or, I mean, CBS or Paramount or, I don't know. It's I'm su- on it. It's such, a, it's such a convoluted. But they already did it. They did it for Netflix as a, uh, oh, right. Yeah, the Chilling right, Adventures, right. the new one. But it's yep. totally different. Yeah, it's like a YA audience. It's sexy. It's, it's yep. definitely more witchcraft, whereas ours was more magic, I would say. But um, yeah, but that's, it's just the question I get all the stinking time. And I'm like, I, it's hard to answer in a soundbite because it doesn't make sense to most people that we just don't right. know who owns it. I mean, we do, but like, <laughs> I know they, they're not easy to I, access. I know people are always like, just do one more season of Fuller House. I'm like, 
I wish we could. Yeah, it doesn't really work like that. I know, that's funny. Yeah, but you totally would if you could. Oh, yeah. Aw. Where did you shoot that? At Warner Brothers on our original stage that we shot you Full did? House. Oh, yes. that's so special. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Warner Brothers is a great lot. I just, it I've is. never worked over there. And then I started directing Young Sheldon and all of a sudden I was, yeah. oh wait, directing? We just talked about directing. You called me when you wanted to direct Fuller, Fuller House. House. Yep. And you, you I were. Know. <laughs> and you did it. I did it. I did it three times and ended up loving did, it. And, and was you I were right? right. You, yeah, you told me, you were like, you're going to do this. You're going to be great. And then you're going to ask yourself, why haven't I been doing this a long yep, time ago? That's exactly what I said. And I was like, yeah. And you were so right. After that first one, I was like, why haven't I been doing this? I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. And but, especially when it's your crew and it's your, yes. and it's your cast and you know every character inside and out. Like it's a little tricky when you step into a show that's been on like a fifth season, like something like I walked into Goldberg's and I was terrified. Cause yes. like, I'm not going to tell those actors anything. I'm not going to find a new angle to put the camera at. Um, what am I here for? And then you realize yeah. you're just sort of there for, you know, to bring new energy and to kind of infuse it and to tell the story and, to, you know, keep everything light and moving. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but when you're on a show like that and you know, every intricacy of that, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. where the, you know, where the fire escapes are, you know, where, you know what I mean? Yep. Like you, there's no questioning yep. anything. Like yep. you don't have to learn. Like a lot of time when I step on the set of someone else's show, I'm like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> I don't even know where right, the bathroom is. Right. Like when you know that it makes it so much easier, you know, the crew's names, you know who to go to for props or wardrobe or, you yep. know, all that. So yep. it's, it's well, such you a were, nice thing. You were the first person I thought of and have inspired me so much in that part of my life because I look at you and we've had similar careers yeah, like over have. the years yeah. and starting so young and doing like, there's few people in life who you know really understand what you've gone through. Yeah. And we are those two people. Yeah. Like, we get it. So I look at you and then see how you've gone out of, like, the box, out of the acting box, and maybe out of your comfort zone, because I don't know how you felt about going into directing, and but I know you've produced and done all of those things. And I just am like, wow, it's so inspiring. Yeah. And then I'm like, if she can do oh, it, I'm gonna cry. I can do it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. but as a person that watches from a distance, mm -hmm. I'm just have been so impacted by you. Thank you. Same to you. I mean, you're such an entrepreneur in like, so, and just, I mean, in all the different things you do, like, I mean, in acting and then adventuring into directing and in all your, you have so many like businesses and you're such a business-minded woman <laughs> yeah, and I love that to keep in the air it is yes. and a mom of three and yes. you were so young when you had them too I feel like you know you you you've got these big people now in your life and I no. just look at those I remember watching them grow up on um like when they got a little bit bigger I think you started when I started paying attention to Instagram they were they seemed like little people and then they right. got so big and I know and I started getting sad for you like they're so big they're <laughs> I mean daughter I have who is a clone of you Gosh. She's yeah. so beautiful. And is she getting into yeah. acting now? Or yeah, she's been acting. She is an actress. So awesome. she's she loves it. She, she's hooked. She's hooked. She's been hooked since she was about 16, but probably, you know, by 18, 19. Because she's also a, a singer and songwriter as well. Uh -huh. And she loves music, but but she decided probably by 18, like, I will pursue pursue music, but I really want to be an actress. Yeah. She's a multi-hyphenate yeah. already. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. not shocking. Can you Look sing? at the genetics. I know. Right? No, I wish I, I could sing. I can't sing. It's like my worst fear. I don't believe Mine either too. of you. Every really? actress I've met yeah. so far can actually sing. Except I also you can't. Like I'll do karaoke, but only if I'm really drunk and it's going to be funny and stupid. <laughs> like I have to sing a really difficult song. Just, so it seems ridiculous. I just rap. 
Oh, wait. <laughs> because then I'm like, I'm good. I can rap. Here's the thing. I can carry a tune, but I don't have a beautiful voice. I'm going to need That's you That's nice. I don't know if I can carry a tune. I just get told I sound like a cat dying or something. Oh, so no. It's, it's not good. My oldest son liked for me to sing him to sleep, like loved it. Would always be like, mommy, your voice is so beautiful. But then the middle one, literally at six months old, I'm like holding him, rocking him to sleep. And I'd start singing to him and he'd go, eh, eh. <laughs> and he'd try to like wiggle away from me. And I, so I'd stop singing and he'd oh, calm no. down and I'd start again. Eh. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I have a terrible voice. Like even know, my infant sure can't don't. handle it. <laughs> that was my, that was the one thing I started at this year because I, every year I'm like, I want to learn something new oh, again, yeah. Yeah. watching your, your Instagram and your life. And you started writing. You're like, I'm going to read a book about writing. Oh my I'm going to do this thing. So I was like, Oh wow. I didn't know it was so inspiring. Thank you, Candace. I, well, and I, I watched you and I'm like, I got to work out it. harder. <laughs> I know. Well, I said, I said, what's the one thing I wish I could do that I'm really self-conscious about, but like, I feel like I could do at least improve. Yeah. And it's singing. So I, yeah. at the start of the year, I started taking singing lessons. You did? And then Bob died. And then my uh, life like crashed. So I haven't taken a singing lesson I know. Lesson I'm since. sorry. But th- I, I will That's pick what it you up. Do. I just had, yeah. I kind of had to get my life back on yeah. track over yeah. the last few months because that yeah. was a devastating loss. Not to get all sad on this podcast. No, but no, I, we're not going to talk about Bob. But... I did start singing. I will pick it back up because yeah. I'm like, I need to learn something new and I can keep doing this. I don't want to ever stop learning as I grow older. I totally, I think we have that so much in common because I've like, I've gone back to school for photography or like taken like continuing ed and photography in Italian. And then during COVID, one of my favorite things, and I've kind of given this up is piano. Have you ever played mm-hmm. the piano? I did when I was, I took lessons for five years when I was a kid. See, I never did. And I started during COVID. And it was so hard, but it's so exciting mm-hmm. for me. And now my entire family's doing it. So I desperately That's want so piano. Cool. We don't have, we have like a keyboard, but I want like a piano. For I went my... back to school for weather. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's, That's this is cool. a multi-hyphenate over here too. Like yeah. design and you're in fashion and she's a weather girl. And she always lets me know when the bad tornadoes are coming through Nashville. So it's very helpful. You ever need a weather forecaster of your girl? Yeah. If okay. you're like, Hey, is that uh what's be going afraid on? The... To give me your cell phone. Cause I'll be texting. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that for all my friends. I'm like, just send me your address. I'll put it in my ra- radar. And if there's ever a threat, it alerts me. I can tell you before to... the weatherman on TV could. I really need to do that for like when I fly, like how, cause I'm a nervous flyer. Like, oh. Hey, what's the weather like over Kansas right now? Cause it's always seems rough over there. <laughs> oh, that's because of the terrain, not because the of the terrain. Weather. Okay. Sorry. But you can't, so you can't help me with that. I mean, I, I can, pre- I can tell you if there's turbulence. There's going to be some yeah. storms brewing that yeah. I need to get above. Okay. Good to know. Not that I'm <laughs> flying the plane, but I, you know, if I was, <laughs> what would I do? What altitude? Um, so wait, what else do we have to touch on though? Before we get into what she's binging? Her resume is a mile long. Tell us about the, the clothing line though, a little bit more. Like how did that I come about? I would love to. So it came about because I've had a great relationship with QVC for the last like three and a half, maybe going on four years. Did you and do that awesome I, skincare line with Dr. Yes, Lancer? Yes, with Dr. Lancer. So that became a partnership because I've used Dr. Lancer skincare products for 13 years. Yeah. And, and you look incredible. I know your skin is thank, flawless. Thank you. Thank you. And really I, I attribute it to him and his skincare line. And it was one of those, as a businesswoman, I was like, I know they're sending people products. I've never received a free product in my life from them. And I've been paying like all this money for Dr. Lance and I'm a patient of his. Uh, and, but, but anyway, I, I joke, I kind of half jokingly say that, but I went to them and just said, 
I love everything I'm doing is, is can I be an ambassador for your line? Mm. And so we talked about it. We had meetings and we kind of did a test run and on QVC? It, on QVC and it worked really well. Was he already on QVC or were you he part wasn't. of that package? I was part oh, of that package. Okay. So that's actually what I think helped secure because it's a very high end skincare. Yeah. Right? I went not, to him for a hot minute it is when I lived cheap. in LA. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's amazing. He's like yeah. Yeah. Oh, dermatologist to the stars. I developed this great relationship because of that with QVC, then brought my day spring products, oh, yes, which day spring yeah. are uh, a lot of it's, they're all faith-based products. So yes. it's the Bible, it's devotionals, and then it's home goods that have a faith-based message. Yes. So I, it could I've, be candles I've or platters some or of these. kitchenware. They're lovely. Pillows, yeah. I love the, I love that line. Thank you. And then QVC was like, hey, what would you like to do on your own? Would you like to do something? And I said, I love fashion. Like fashion's my yeah. thing. I've loved it since I was a kid. You're always very cute and stylish. You need to <laughs> you dress are. me. I, I mean, you're dressing me today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we, so I teamed up with them and I work exclusively, exclusively with them. Uh, they're also the manufacturer. So oh, I wow. have a team as well. And then so how fun I'm is it? like whole lot of calls every single week like picking designing out fabrics picking or the, out fabric they call it like the colorways or so I yeah. had a, I had a kids clothing line for a little yeah. minute called King of Hearts and it was it was so much fun like yeah the designs or the graphics or the you know it's I, a lot of work though I went it's to school for fashion work. design okay I'm not a fashion designer but I have a great appreciation because of my education and what yeah. all it takes to do that it's, it's a lot so of much work. work and I'm learning as we go because of course I didn't go to to design school it's a lot and I have a wonderful team but be, being the person that I am I will never slap my name on something I don't give the rights to that and I'm involved in every single detail of yeah. every product so That's even great. to awesome. yeah the extent well, you have jeans. That QVC, you sent me really cute jeans mm -hmm. that I've been wearing those I know firsthand that making jeans is very difficult and, mm -hmm. um, and designing like the right style for all different body shapes and mm -hmm. sizes. And, and we're, we're all inclusive sizes, which so I love. We are triple extra small through five X. Oh wow. So it is like from a double zero to a size 36. Well, or we 38. always joke that we have to do mm -hmm. this. We got mad at you because you beat us to the punch on, we were going <laughs> to do a TikTok or an Instagram where it's like same outfit, different yeah. sizes. And then you did it. Yeah. And we were like, damn, she yeah. already did it. But we're still going to do it. We're still yeah. going to do it. Maybe we'll just well, do it in your clothes. You, yes, let me send you. Let <laughs> yes. me send you the clothes. Send so us you guys outfits. can pick out what you want. I will send them to you. Yeah, that'd that. be so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I love. Uh, I loved being a part of a clothing line, but we were funding ours ourselves and trying to make it in the U.S., which was so hard. They just don't. So you can't hard. make things in the U.S. right now. So hopefully that's all going to change. But that was what yeah. the obstacle we ran into. Yeah. Are you paying down old credit card debt? A personal loan could be your solution. Loans usually come with fixed monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. That's right. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you, so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval, so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free won't affect your credit scores, and could save you money. Are you ready to apply? So head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. And support Credit Karma so they keep supporting what women binge. Thanks for listening, and thank you, Credit Karma, for being a great sponsor. 
But we need to talk to you about what you (laughs) binge, girl. So what are you super into? Like, I know a lot of the time we work such crazy hours, we don't get to watch a lot, but has uh, the pandemic helped you out at all with um, catching up on your binging? It has. I mean, I've watched a lot, but here's the thing. I don't, I totally binge, but I don't love binging because I forget what I watch. It's that whole long-term, short-term memory thing. Yeah, there you go. And I feel like when it used to be old school, like when we had our shows on and you had to wait once a week that you you knew the characters. You you talked about you, it with your schoolmates or yes. something. You had time to absorb. You really had, exactly. And so now when I binge, I'm like, that was amazing. And then you ask me a month later and I'm like, wait, did I watch that? I That's um, true. I can't I, remember anything. I don't even remember the character names. I forget or the, so often. I bring up the same things over and over again, I feel like. So it's like hard because I feel like I, 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 I get lost in what I'm into now as opposed to what I watched a month mm-hmm. ago. Right. Right. So I, I guess the, the most recent things I've binged, Yellowstone, which I cannot get enough of. I'm just so, first, I love Kevin Costner. Like he's my, oh. he's been my crush since I really? was 12 years old. Have I had him? You there. <laughs> A couple of times. I actually interviewed him on The View and I straight up embarrassed myself, oh, no. like fangirled, like couldn't ask him. I got so hot and sweaty and I was shaking and I was like, uh-huh, I can't, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I could not even ask oh my, my question. And I was like, whoa, that's never happened to me. I was so embarrassed after. Um, no, I just love that. I've like, my crush growing up was and still is um, John Travolta. Mm. And oh gosh, yeah. I've gotten to meet him twice now, but the first time I met him, I made such a fool of myself. And it was like I said something that I even knew was wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I met him, Henry Winkler. We were at this big Paramount dinner and I didn't know he was going to be there. I didn't even I, I was trying to get out of there and go see my boyfriend or something. And but I end up sitting at this giant table for Sumner Redstone and like all of like he's being recognized. And for some reason, I'm at this table with all of these like huge movie stars. And John Travolta's there and Henry Winkler's sitting next to us. He's like, you want to meet John? Come on, let's go meet John. And I wasn't prepared. I hadn't thought about what I would say if I ever met him. Oh, and he takes God. me by the hand and brings me over and he goes, um, and the, I think like the 30th or some huge reunion of Greece had just happened. And me and my friends were at Paramount. We were shooting at Paramount, but we went to the Paramount back lot and had this huge party and dressed up and everything. And he was supposed to be there, but he wasn't. And so now I'm meeting him and I was like, hi, John. So nice to meet you. Um, I, I saw you at the, at the Greece, um, reunion the other day. And he goes, no, I wasn't there. I'm like, no, I know you weren't there. I know you weren't there. You weren't there. I wanted you to be there. You weren't there. Hi Kelly. Nice to meet you. And I turn around and ran away. <laughs> And apparently like E! News or something asked him about this one time and um, they were going to send me the footage of what he said, but he remembered the awkward meeting because oh, I, I just got lost made, in his blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then I met him again recently. He, I don't think he remembered that it was me, but I was in a Comic-Con like uh-huh. we do. Oh, though that was your first, was 90s Con your yes, first Yes, that Comic-Con? was my first Oh, one. we have to talk about that. Okay. But we, I was in this Comic-Con like back green room. And my two movies growing up were Grease and Princess Bride. And I would alternate them. I'd get home from school and watch one and then watch one at dinner. And the next day I'd do the opposite. Literally watch those movies over and over again. And I'm in this Comic-Con green room. And in from one side of the room walks John Travolta. And in from the other side of the room walks Carrie Elwes. And I almost died. Oh, my goodness. I almost died. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, run and hug them. Sit and cry. Like, I I don't know what to do. Like, when you met Patrick Stewart, Stewart, you felt I just burst into tears. Like, I'm not... I'm a very chill it, person. Yeah, I could not. It was an immediate response, and Isn't I had it no weird control. how it so takes funny. over, and especially when you are a calm, cool, collected, professional yeah. person, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, 
I mean, that's not how I felt with Kevin you, Costner. Like, I was like, I couldn't talk. It's, and this is on, and this is this on video is on for live. us to find. Yes, yes we're gonna, I'm gonna go find this. I can't wait to see it. You can, you can pull it up it's and, just ru- fun. and run it. You're, and did you say something about like I'm just flustered right now or something? Yes, did I did. It? I was like, I'm, I'm. I think I said like I'm fangirling and I'm and you were my cr- and I can't say that and he was like I can't thank you yeah he just kind of looked and like waited for me to compose myself like he didn't say he seems very so I was serious. a little bit like I, I speak words he chose a very serious guy but I'm oh, wait will husband. you tell us the, the 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 um the love story of you and Val sure where's the love story we where's love the start? love stories okay because you've been married for a gazillion years. Yeah, yes. this is a binge. We're we need to know. the longest Hollywood <laughs> marriage I think ever, except maybe Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. But you might be catching up. Yeah, we we are at twenty five years, twenty six wow. next month. Uh, so Val and I were introduced at a charity hockey game here in L.A. I was eighteen. He was 20. Dave Coulier, who was on Full House, was playing in said charity game. Uh-huh. Invited the whole cast to come watch him. Luckily. And then said to me, there's these two really great Russian hockey players that are brothers and they're playing in this game and I should introduce them to you because I don't know, like maybe you'll, you guys will hit it off. You're into hockey players. (laughs) Right. And I, that I hadn't gone, I'd been to one hockey game and Dave took me to my first hockey game when I was like 12 or 13 years old. So now this is my second hockey game and it's a charity game at 18 and I, we watched the game and after the game in the dressing room, everyone, you know, celebs yeah. and pros and everything. And then he introduced me to, to both Pavel and Val and Val had like the long flowing locks oh. that were like coming Ooh. out from, were they all sweaty helmet. though from under the helmet? Were they a little sweaty? <laughs> Was he glowing he a little bit? He had already showered. Oh, okay. We, we oh. waited <laughs> to nice. like go into the room after they had showered and we we just talked, we exchanged, he asked me for my phone number oh. at 18. I'd never given a guy my phone number before. Wow. So I gave it to him. And this must've been like a landline. Yes. This, this is like, like sure. Time. This was a landline. And then he called me the next morning at 10 AM and he said, hi, would you like to go to lunch? We didn't do the three day thing. Didn't do you the probably didn't day. know about I it. I so then. appreciate that. I'm so impatient. Yeah. Yeah. Just he also you know, was leaving the next day. So oh. I was even shocked. And he's like, well, I have a flight tomorrow. I'm going back to Montreal where he was playing He's like, so do you want to have lunch together? So we did. Lori, I brought Lori Lachlan with me. She was my wing girl. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not going out with a guy that I don't even know. And yeah. I just met and I'm 18. Awkward. So what's the conversation? Yeah. It makes it so easier. Lori went with me. Val brought his brother and the four of us had lunch in Santa Monica. And then we had dinner that night. Oh, he came over rolling? to my house and met my family. <laughs> we had dinner. Oh, and that was like smitten right so away. And then, yeah, and then he left. And then we talked on the phone for six months, like never saw each other for six months. And that makes it great. That's my it husband really was does. on tour when I met him. And it was like, it kind of, well, it, it forces the friendship part first, which exactly. is so nice. Like if you already met, you know, you're attracted to each other and then like, you get that great, like yeah. foundation. Yeah. Like. Oh, there's nothing like that feeling like the anticipation of the phone call too. When you're dating, it's I like, know. we're having to get off it. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> I know no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> not that my husband so would ever, true. that's so not, true. that's so not my husband, but. <laughs> oh, that was totally me and Logan. Yeah. Oh yeah. We would kind of fall asleep on the phone. I think it was more like. Just not wanting. I to. wonder if kids today will ever know that feeling because I don't even think they actually talk. It's or mostly texting. a lot of them don't. Yeah. Or checking a machine, having mm-hmm. to get home, run home and check the machine, or well, answer the phone that, before your siblings did so that they don't intercept. And you just the wait call. For, to see that blinking light yes. when you run in 
to your to your room oh, if there's a message waiting for you. So good. So good. Oh, so that was is- it. That was it. And then when, once we saw each other after six months, we knew that we really liked each other. And then he proposed to me six months after that. Wow. So it was, which was a kind of a surprise. I wasn't expecting to get engaged, but I think he told me he had bought the ring like right after we saw each other oh. for the second time. And he held on to that ring. Wait, he told you before he proposed or he told you later on that later. he had, had the later ring. on after he proposed. And I was kind of like, when did you de- decide to propose? Like how, cause I said yes immediately, but I was still in shock cause yeah. we hadn't ever talked about marriage and then he was like, oh, I bought the ring right after you came for your first visit. Like I went oh. to a jeweler, like I knew I wanted to marry you. And then I was just waiting until the right time oh my to gosh. propose to you. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Oh. Like it was awesome. No pressure or anything. <laughs> but I was like, whoa, I didn't know you were sitting on that for so it's long. It's nice when a guy knows what he wants. Yeah, that's it's really sexy. sweet. So how old were y'all when you got married? I was 20. He was 22. Wow. And yep. then you had your babies in your I 20s. Had, yep. I had my kids at 22, 23, and 20. Were you guys living in Canada Five. at the time? What, well, we and were. I want to know about the hockey. Like, how did you, did you become a hockey fan? Do you adore hockey now? Did you educate yourself? Were you trying to be a hockey fan? Like, how did that? I do love hockey, but I, I, I am the worst in terms of learning, having learned the game. So I'm, there's still a bunch of things that I'm like, wait, explain <laughs> that penalty to me. Okay. That's Again, how I feel I about couldn't, football. I didn't see it. Which is really sad because I've been to, I mean, I went to every single home game for all of his, yes, for every, for the 12 seasons that he played. And there's 42 or 41 home games. I mean, I went to every one. So it was kind of like sad that I don't know the game better. But it's hard. The puck is very small. It's hard to find. I love watching it. um, And I will sit there and watch sports. But I'm, but in general, I'm just, I'll watch all sports and like it, but I'm not going to keep tabs on yeah, right, yeah, people yeah. And, and players and stats and all. I'm just not. I yeah. have like too many other things in my brain that I have to remember. So I'm yeah. not going to remember. I'm stats. like an event person. I say I, I don't like to watch other people do things necessarily on television unless it's like an entertainment factor. But I don't find sports to be an entertainment factor. I like to go to the event. I want to go to the Monaco Grand Prix and I want to go to the Kentucky Derby and I want to be at the Super Bowl. I don't want to watch people do things on TV necessarily. I mean, now I can appreciate television for football because uh, I can watch the replays. I can hear the commentating. <laughs> then I know what to say and regurgitate when the SEC network calls me and asks me what I think about Alabama's <laughs> chances for the fall. <laughs> right. They seem to do that a lot. They were right. like to call on me as an SEC expert, maybe. I don't know. Are you an that. expert? No, no, definitely <laughs> not. But that's yeah. what husbands are for. Exactly. Yes, exactly. I asked like, him, I'm like, what hey. do I say? Yeah. I'm like, what do I, what, yeah, what do I, what am I going to do about the, you know, who are the best players right now? And then I regurgitate yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Same. So we, All right. But, so what are you into? If it's not television and movies, like what are you about right now? Obviously work. We know you've got a lot going on with that. Oh, what makes so we're happy? not talking about TV. No, yeah, you can. Yeah, if you whatever. want to. But, but what am I into? Yeah. I work. <laughs> You're into style. I'm into style. I'm into fashion. You're into Jesus. I'm very into Jesus. I love Jesus. <laughs> I love your sweatshirt, by the way. Is that on QVC? Where do you find the uh the Bob one? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. G- the, um, love, love like, like Jesus, Jesus, hug, hug like, like Bob, Bob Saget. Aww. So that is actually on a site called The Shop Forward. Okay. Oh, I'm writing it down. Okay. The Shop Forward. And they are a wonderful uh online. 
online organization that pairs up for every item that they make. They pair up with a charity. Oh, and so they were the ones that reached out. I've done other stuff with them in the past, but they reached out and said, we can make this happen. Cause I designed that, that sweatshirt just for myself. And then I made like 10 of them to give to Kelly, Bob's wife and his family, just if they wanted to wear it. But I just, I needed something for my own soul and so I made that sweatshirt That's really, um, it's along a, with my, my stylist friend, Erin uh, Noel. So she helped because I was a blubbering mess. And I'm like, this is what I want on a sweatshirt. And this is what I need. And can you just design it and make it happen? Because I, I just want to wear this. It's a beautiful memory. And I, I, I love that everybody at 90s Con had it on. I know. So many people so at cool. 90s Con were wearing that sweatshirt. Well, it's really they, we raised over... Over $100,000 for scleroderma through that sweatshirt. Amazing. So scleroderma uh, was a, a disease that his sister had and died from. Oh, wow. And so he's, I mean, was just faithfully raised money for scleroderma and raised millions and millions of dollars for the cure for scleroderma over mm. the years. So that was Bob's number one charity. So we're all going to keep that going and yeah. keep it alive yeah. and I hope so we donated a hundred percent of the proceeds legacy, to that sweatshirt though. yeah and it's such yeah. a great saying that you came up with like just yeah, it's so thanks. beautiful well, well i'm like no one nobody loves like jesus i mean you just can't top it no nope. and um nobody hugs like bob that i do was remember just a huge i saw that all over legacy. social media i remember seeing mm-hmm. everybody talking about his hugs yep. and then you you immortalize it on the yes. sweatshirt so yes. um that's awesome and people can go get that and i'm gonna go get it for sure but what did you think of 90s con your first convention? So it was exhausting. <laughs> it is so much work in such a fun I, way though, but, right? Like But so much fun. I loved it and it was also because of all the people I was with. Yes. I mean, I really when I <laughs> my 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 team was a little nervous for me to go to it. They're like, "Why why do you want to do this? What what really? are you getting yourself into?" And and they I wanted to go by myself. They were like, no, we're going to send, I of course have a team and I have an assistant and I, and all of that. And they were like, well, as long as everyone goes. And I was like, I don't want anyone to go with me Mm. because my whole focus for that trip, I said, I just want to spend time with Dave, Andrea and Scott. With your full house family. With my full house family. Just, yeah, because with Bob passing, it's like you want to cherish your time together even more. So they were a little nervous that I was going to go. And I said, trust me, like, I'm good. You're I'm, a big girl. I'm a big girl. We're good. <laughs> We're all going to be together. So in like full DJ Tanner mode, because I'm more like my character than I care to admit, <laughs> I went into full planning and just took over for the four of us. And I was like, here are our flights. Here's what we're doing. That's here so are funny. our dinner reservations. The, Sabrina like- cast makes me do that. I mean, not, and I would totally do it. And I'm kind of the cruise director anyway, but they're always like, um, how are we getting, what are we doing? How are we, can we get hair and makeup? How are we, you know? And I'm like, yeah. all right guys, I'll figure it all out for you. Yeah. But it's, ex- yeah. it is exhausting, but in a wonderful way. You're, you're there for the fans, right? And you're there yes. to like sign autographs and take pictures and, and meet and greet. But at the same time, you also are backstage like with your family, mm-hmm. with your, you know, TV family, but also we're with each other too. Like you and I are doing TikToks and Lacey Chabert's there and yes. Scott Wolf and like all these people yes. that either know or love or want to know. And it's so, and then I was in, it was Connecticut. So I was with my family and friends that I had lived with for the last 12 years. Oh, so all right. my friends wanted to come with me and it was my son's birthday on the day too. So it was oh, like, it was a big was, deal. Was, yeah, that is a big yeah. But it's so much fun and it's exhausting in such a great way. Like, I think I lost my voice. I think I gained like 12 pounds um, <laughs> just in trying to like shove Fritos in my mouth backstage so I could have some, some, something in my stomach. A lot of yeah. Coca-Cola is just to keep me awake, but. 
Yeah, and, and reuniting with some people that I haven't seen in a long time. So the yeah. whole cast of Family Matters yes, was there. And yes. that was so much fun because we shot just stages away from each other. I was oh, friends with all of them growing up. That's awesome. Um, so like Kelly Williams and Darius McCrary, like those were my buddies growing yeah. up. And I keep in touch with them, but I haven't seen them in years. So that yeah. was so much fun to hang out and then see all of you. So I loved it. I am like down for another con. Oh, we got to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit addicting. It, it took me a little while to get used to these. And it was my friend Tara Strong, who's the um, amazing voiceover artist who does like, so she voices every character you've ever, on every show you've ever watched with animation. But she really loved doing these. And at first I wasn't like, I felt a little bit like, people are paying me to sign an autograph. Like, this is right. weird. Yep. But then she just, she was like, oh, the fans love it. And I love being a part of it and hearing how they like our work. And I was like, okay, I'm going to look at it that way. Like yep. giving something to the fans and like yep. letting them kind of have access, I guess, to you. Yeah. So it's a, it's a weird um, situation, but it, it can be so much fun. If it's got to be agreed. pretty fulfilling too, to be sitting there and like having three days of people being like, I love you. But it's a little, yeah, it's like, <laughs> but you also have to make an impression on everybody in like three seconds. You have like yes. three seconds to they, make an impression. People literally choosing, which is so incredible. No, it is. Yeah. That part is, but with that is pressure. Oh, for because sure. If you just have a moment of like, oh my goodness, I need to take a breath and close my eyes. And then someone walks up at that moment and they're you like, gotta, but they didn't seem very happy to see yeah. me and they weren't appreciative. And you're like, no, but I was just, I just, I just needed I, a second I just, to take I a breath, a, second. a sip of my tea. Yeah. Or a, so you're like on, you gotta the be whole, on, on the whole or that time. person that's next to you, you still have a long line, but you have to use the bathroom and like, yeah. you know, and they're like, no, wait, but my daughter was waiting to me. I'll be back. And they're like, no, you won't. And like, sometimes they'll drag you off to do other things. And I think that's great though, that you guys have an appreciation that people are, you know, choosing. This is their vacation. Like some people I know they, yeah, they spend have a lot come of money from all over the world. And it I is. think the fact that you guys even take the consideration to be like, oh, I need to be on for them. Like, I think yeah. they also realize you're human. You want everyone to have I think a nice experience. There's probably a lot of grace though. there. You do. So it's, yeah. it is, it's a lot of pressure, but it's a lot of fun. And it's, it and it's so like, it fills your cup in a way that you're like, it oh, totally people like my work. Does. That's nice. Yes. They still like me, you it know? Is, it, yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely all around. I and would, being with the being with your cast really helps in that case because yes. sometimes when you go by yourself, it's a little it can be a little intimidating. Does it and, feel a little lonely? Even though you're in bit. like this place, well, especially when you're doing like the photos, you're you're already setting autographs by yourself always. But uh, or your but your cast is nearby, so you can joke around with them and stuff. But like when you do the photos when they're with you, that helps alleviate some yes. alleviate some of the like. Um, you know, if, if you do need to take a beat, someone else jumps in with a, Hey, exactly. how are you today? Well, you're like, oh, okay, deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That was probably the best part when I was with the whole cast taking the photos, photos because there was just less pressure and not that I was on any less, but it's just a little bit more. Relaxed. It gives you, yeah. Some other people jump in with some comments yeah. and, well, and just the moral support of other people's presence is yes. Yes. Very much real. So. Yeah. But it was, it's it was fun. fun. I hope you'll do it again. Yeah. But you got to do the Christmas con now. Cause I know. we haven't yet covered the fact that we are battling Christmas Queens on different yes. networks. Yes. I mean, we have covered this <laughs> in, in private dinners. Are there tiaras? <laughs> because if there are, I'm there. <laughs> and some people might say Lacey Chabert and Danica yeah, oh, McKellar. Um, I think we all need a crown. But the, I we know we should do. all and you're on the crown. Isn't Hallmark known as the what's the something the crown? What's their what's their little yeah, under oh, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but y'all this should be a reality like competition. Maybe we should just do a Christmas movie <laughs> about competing Christmas queen. Yes. Don't think I haven't thought <gasps> of it already. Christmas pageant <laughs> ever. <laughs> there you go. I'll write it, you direct no. it. And we'll get it's Lacey a, and Danica in it. <laughs> 
it's like it's the multiverse, but it's Christmas queens competing for the title. But she's on. But Hallmark, everybody's like, you know, you go to these conventions, these Christmas con and stuff, and everyone's got their uh, just you know hot chocolate and and uh, and Netflix. No, hot chocolate and and Hallmark, hot chocolate and Hallmark, mm-hmm. Hallmark Christmas. I can't, you know. And then I'm like, Lifetime over here. Right. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I have to hold up a sign in front of people that says Lifetime when they have yeah. their Hallmark sweater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now GAC is coming into the oh, race yeah. too. Netflix, oh, yeah. they're all coming. I yeah. think um, Freeform is coming back in the game, and wow, uh, Netflix is coming in hot. And um, mm-hmm. that's there's pretty a cool bunch. for you guys, though. A lot more. Offense. There's a well. It, there's a lot more competition. Yeah. So, but it's fun. The Christmas, the, the I Christmas think the, genre the, is incredible. It is incredible, and I think as the years have gone on, at least for me, it feels less about the competition. I think there's competition within the networks. Yes, but as far as personal competition we're all friends so oh, i so much love so. going yeah. like going what like watch melissa's movie <laughs> watch it on lifetime watch lady's movie watch yeah. her on watch Annika. i love being able to feel there's room for everyone there's room for everyone yeah. there and so in that way it just feels good to root everyone on I instead of that. like i want to have the best ratings no 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 no, um, no no and the thing is we're all gonna have great ratings yes. everyone's yeah. got a special everybody loves a christmas movie exactly. everyone loves christmas and it's and I, I i attribute the um the boom of this thing to like you and um and like how this is a new genre like legitimately i think mm-hmm. there wasn't really a there were christmas movies that came out in the theaters and stuff like national lampoons or you know home alone right. or whatever those were more movies that became christmas movies i mean national lampoons christmas vacation was definitely about christmas but now all of a sudden there is a christmas genre and yes. now there's a christmas con and now this is like a thing uh-huh. and it's kind of like you i i feel like my movie holiday in handcuffs i would say kind of was felt like one of the first but mm-hmm. you were right there too like with your yeah. movies and like and they just sort of started to grow. And then yeah. this became this huge beast on its own that people just love. And it's such a happy, joyful time to it is kind of, you know, and, and also for some people that have lost people that year or struggling with issues or money issues. And, you know, I feel like Christmas can be a lonely time too. And so it, I think the movies really give them hope. Yes. In a time that can be tough. Something yep. to look forward hope to. Hope and think- comfort. Part of, you know, dealing with any coping with anything in life is just having something to look forward to. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I know I'm always a better person when I'm like, oh, two more weeks till vacation well, or, you know, like yeah. whatever it is. Anticipation yeah. of Christmas is a real thing. And it's such a beautiful, like it, it, and it all stems from, you know, the birth of Jesus and, um, and it's the reason for the season, Christmas time. but it's so, it's such a nice season. It can be so full of stress and it can be full of loneliness too. But I think that there is a hope that comes with it. And I think feel like everyone kind of gets a little bit of that, you know, that tingle. So Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay. What do you, you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Oh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, all the things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for 
every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. We have to ask you some questions that we ask okay. everybody. Okay. You ready? Are you ready for this? It doesn't have to be. It's not. We always say <laughs> oh, there. This is zero pressure. Yeah. No, zero pressure. Just if you can think of an answer, let us know. Okay. What's your favorite movie genre? Hmm. We were just talking about Christmas genre. but I know. <laughs> I'm probably going like, to just go with a rom-com. I really love it. And because I have my husband and my two boys and I'm the only and a male dog at home, um, there's no other estrogen in the house but me. So I always, <laughs> whenever I'm alone, I'm like, okay, rom-com. Favorite nobody one. Nobody else will watch it with me. Oh, goodness. I don't have a favorite. Um, Is there one I that did you just like, won't wa- turn off if it comes on? Probably The Notebook. Oh, I just, classic. oh, my God. But wait, yeah, that's I, not a rom-com. No, it's not really. That's it's just a romantic. Story. That's just a rom. <laughs> okay, it's just a rom. Romance. Okay. She's into rom- so like romance. Probably something with like Reese Witherspoon's. Like, oh yeah, like, of course. Oh, yeah. Like a Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Or, oh, like, everybody I love loves that. that. Right? Is that but, everybody's favorite Reese movie? I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a go-to. Yeah, everybody dreams of walking into Tiffany and being like, "Choose one." <laughs> totally. <sighs> um, what's your go-to app for like a long flight or a wait at the doctor's office? Instagram. Oh, oh you're a I don't, scroller. I we should have known. I don't play games. I don't. I don't do any of that. You so it's looking at pretty in, pictures. I love Instagram. it too. The what's your favorite ones? Instagram? Like, what's your favorite account to follow right now? Is there somebody like? There's the folding lady I keep talking about. I love, love her. her. She's reached out to me now. <laughs> really? <laughs> she, the folding lady fascinates me. Like she'll do oh anything. Wrapping? A sheet wrapping. She'll do like um, how to do a fun napkin. For like, I think she just did a bow tie napkin recently that I was like, I got to use that at a party sometime. But like any, like, yeah, she folds everything. It's kind of fun. That's great. It's also a little frustrating because I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I listen, I, and I'm not going to name names, but I, I, I listen to a lot or I, I listen to or scroll or watch a lot of politics on Instagram, Uh, but I can't public, I don't. Uh, it's not that I can't. I choose not to publicly talk about that because it becomes so divisive. Well, you were yeah. on The View and but, you had yes. a taste of that. I actually <laughs> oh, almost, I really wanted to be on The learned. View. This is where I really wanted to be on The View. And I saw you get on there. I was like, oh, I could have been, <laughs> could have done that. But then I, I I quickly switched gears when I, I did a few episodes after you left. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, oh, it's, that's tough. It's that's really a tough hard. space. Yeah, it is. But I... Yeah, I listen to a lot of people um, on both sides of of everything. So yeah, it's good. It's nice to diversify. Yeah. Um, do you have a TV villain that you love to hate? Yes. Ooh. So I love Christine from Selling Sunset. Have <gasps> you ever seen? <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, yes. no one has said I- that one yet. But that is so good. <laughs> Okay, I do not like reality television. I do not watch it. I've never oh, seen a Housewives it. in my life. I never. I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch any of that stuff. And 
my daughter was like, mom, I promise you, you're going to like selling Sunset. You just will because it's real estate. Like you'll, yeah. you're going to like it. So I'm like, oh, what? A, okay, fine. Totally got hooked into it. <laughs> Love it. And then Christine is like, she is bonkers in the best of ways. <laughs> She's so over the top, ridiculous, yeah. and I love She's watching. She's the car accident. You can't take your minute. eyes off. Yes, and you can't tell. Like, does she really not know? Like, or does she just not care? She drives she up in her yellow Lamborghini and her like seven inch Louboutins, like can barely walk because they're so her high, life. and it's <laughs> it's her like as she shows a. $15 million home. It's so <laughs> nuts. So and I love it. I oh, love that's it. Great. And that's she's a like one. a fun, she's a fun villain to watch because you get those moments of heart from oh. her. So you're like, oh, you are, you are a human being. Oh, I feel bad for you for a second. Well, maybe you're turning a corner and then she <laughs> no, comes you're not. back out. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love it. <laughs> that's such a good one. Oh my gosh. Um, is there a favorite workout song? Like one that just gets really pumped up. Or do you have a playlist? No. Um, <laughs> I don't have a playlist. I I don't listen to a lot of music when I work out. Oh, really? I really? Because I, I'm not like a machine person. So I feel like that's when uh, I would probably put headphones in. And if I do, I'm going to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Or a book on tape or something. So I don't do a lot of music. Is there a TV show you gave up on? I gave up on Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. And I loved it. The first season was great. So do you want to get back to it? Is it one of those like no, in the continue? I let it go. I yeah. let it go. I don't even know how many seasons there were, but I feel like the first couple of seasons were good. And then it was either the third or fourth that- They just lost you. They lost me because the the boyfriend or husband had died. And, the, and, and it was a weird season. Oh. And they just totally lost me. And then my daughter was like, no, mom, just start back up the next season. It gets good again. But I just couldn't do it. Uh, I was like, eh. I hate that when like a show gives up on you, I feel like. Yeah. Um, is there a book you suggest everybody read once? There is. Okay. I have got the book for you. It is literally the all-time bestseller. Oh. It is, it is a book that has historical events it has letters it has poetry it even has prophecy oh can i guess it is the greatest love story <laughs> of all mankind <laughs> it is called the holy bible the bible yeah. yay it's what a great way it's available on qbc <laughs> or at dayspring.com or anywhere or on any, app. Hotel room, any hotel room any hotel room drawer. an app you can get it all all uh, for free but bible i recommend gateway. everyone read, read the holy I'm bible i'm so have a favorite way of like ingesting scripture i know some people have like a you know I read I have a friend who does a certain it. amount every day or they there's programs I have a friend who like listens it. to it while running and like Patricia Heaton loves the Tim Keller podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so here's actually a podcast I'll tell you about cuz this helps me with my daily scripture reading um, as I'm reading through the Bible and it's called The Bible Recap oh. by Tara Lee Cobble. Oh, I love Tara Lee. Yeah, Tara Lee's great. We go way back. I oh, love her. Oh, that's awesome. So I listen to her podcast but it helps me it Div divvies up it um the bible to read it chronologically okay and so it gives you your reading you program it. for yeah, every day yeah, i haven't heard of this and then she does like a seven to eight minute recap on what you've read that's what the podcast is okay so it is wonderful i love her she but kind of trailblazed the whole like making scripture digestible as, yes like d groups like discipleship yes. groups and things like that like she i mean it's pretty amazing the way she's made 
scripture and accountability and fellowship just like so oh, easy. Wow. Often, yeah. Check this out. And by the way, that's the best description of the Bible I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. That Thank was like you. an amazing, amazing. Yeah, I want to, I, because. I think that people who haven't read the Bible, if they're just like, I'm not religious or that's not my religion, it is literally like the most fantastic book you'll ever read. Yeah. Because even depending if you're not reading it through a lens that maybe is a spirit-filled lens, the historical events alone in yeah. it are just unbelievable. And and there's like crazy stuff that yeah. you can't even imagine. You're like, I don't even think that some of the best fiction writers could come up with what has happened in the Bible. So if there was one book from the Bible that you would suggest, like, I think mine would probably be Esther. Like what would, what love somewhere you Esther. would start with, like tell people to go to. I mean, I love the book of Esther for very different reasons, but if I told someone if they were going to pick up the Bible only once and there was one book to read, I'd tell them to read John, oh, which is really? one of the four gospels yeah. because I want them to know the story of Jesus, the story of Jesus okay. and what he's done for all of mankind, yeah. which is the greatest love story because he, he, he died and paid the penalty for all of our sins. So we could be justified before God mm. when we all stand before him on judgment day, when we die. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I will Stop preaching my sermon now. No, oh, I love it. To. And your children. I love Jesus. That's what I'm passionate and yes. about. And your children have that love too, I've seen. And like their testimony they that they give in public they and they're yeah. beautiful, beautiful examples. Um, what is a show that you like to watch as a couple? Is there something that like the, that you can't watch without him? You have to wait. So so Val doesn't like watching television TV other than the cooking channel and sports. Oh. That's it. All right. But we watched one together during the pandemic because I was like, babe, we got to find something to watch together because otherwise he goes to the room, yeah. like the bedroom. Yeah. I stay out in the living room. And then I'm like, then we're not spending a couple hours together. Yeah. So we watched the first season of Ted Lasso together oh, yes. and we both really liked Good. it. The yeah. only person so, I've met that doesn't like Ted Lasso is Patricia Heaton. <laughs> I know. I'm so floored by that. It's but everybody, yes, we really enjoyed the first season. But then Val started. He, I was so bummed out. He started watching the second season of oh, Ted Lasso without, without me you. because I was out of town. I know. But he was like, "Nope, there's too much cursing in the second season." Oh, so he, um, and That's, we don't, we don't, we're not big on cursing. My husband hates that, but he did get through Ted Lasso because he did. The thing is, he won't. Mark won't watch anything where there's an uh, a, a non redeemable character, mm -hmm. and he feels like in that everybody is lovable and everybody mm -hmm. has good qualities, even though yeah. they show bad sides of themselves sometimes. Yeah, he really was along for that ride, even though the language is yeah. is rough. But I try to chuck it up a little bit too. Like the British use those some of the words that we. I'm with you. The language, I think because of the industry that we work in, although you would think like hockey players would have a pretty right? substantial <laughs> endurance for, for cursing. But I mean, I personally don't yeah. use that language, but it doesn't bother me if that's what people See, I'm like a dirty use. sailor. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a filthy. You're yeah. not that. I'm like bad. a dirty pirate. Um, I can be, I just choose to refrain myself on podcasts and around you. <laughs> oh, it's just me. Well, I appreciate that. And I don't, I don't yeah. refrain myself that much. But yeah, I think growing up in this industry too, I've been, yeah. I, like but, if I'm on set, it takes, I have to like, I have to wean myself. Like there's a lot of uh, lengths that I've gone through where I've given up cursing mm. because. That's a it, good one to give up. It's a, Well, and it's it was really such good. a hard thing to do. Like, how do I, what do I do if I do curse? So I, I started doing five, five hour fathers every time I would curse. So then by the end of the day, I'd have like 25, 30 hour fathers to do. And doing that, you'll be like, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to mm. do that anymore. I'm going to watch what I say. And it kind of teaches you, trains you to like right. behave. Right. 
Um, what about a, do you have a favorite radio station? This is like an odd question because people don't really listen to the radio anymore, but do you have a. Does it have to be, can it be on Sirius XM? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my favorite station is The Message mm. on Sirius XM, which is top 40 Christian radio, which is why I didn't think like a lot of people might not know my top workout songs because I just listen. I, I just like I music. I listen to that a lot of Christian feel, music. I think okay. a lot of people do. It feel, I mean, they're such, I mean, they're Grammy award-winning artists. Right. Yeah. It's amazing music, but I really like positive, encouraging music. So even when I'm working out, I, I just want to... Working out for the glory of God, so to hear him and doing it for him gets me pumped up more than anything. Like that drives me to my performance is my performance for him. Wow. So I like to listen to Christian music yeah. that is just fueling that. So my favorite is favorite? Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Lighthouse. I just love that song makes me cry. I love it's that song. song. But I don't know many Christian songs, but that's that one gets I start me. Start listening time. to the message. I know I it's will. So, good. so it's all music. Yeah, the message okay. is all music. Okay. It's all top 40 Christian. Very cool. Because I know the And book, like for King message. and Country, I mean, you hear a lot of people, even Lauren Daigle, like they're all yeah. Christian artists that are on- Newsboy. Newsboys, yep. Um, they're they're on contemporary, regular yeah. uh, stations too, but they're all Christian artists, so- Very cool. All right, I'm going to check that out. Um, is there a movie you've walked out of or shut off? I can't remember a movie, but I will tell you that I've walked out of- I've walked out of three Broadway shows. Oh, really? You want <laughs> really? to say which ones? Or Maybe no? I shouldn't say this. Well, I'll, I don't, I'm, I'm not ashamed. I walked out of the Book of Mormon. Okay. I'm not Mormon, but I think it was this, it's either the second song or the third song. And it was like, F you God. Oh. And I couldn't handle it. Like my, oh. I really couldn't handle it. And I heard that it was redeeming at the end of it. Yeah. And but you couldn't get who there. I was with were like, just hang in there because someone had saw it. And I just, I couldn't. It yeah. upset my my spirit so much. And I was like, I just need to leave. I'll yeah. meet you guys for dinner. I'm not mad. I'm totally cool. Uh. I'm just going to go out to the car. So I did leave that one. I left Spring Awakening. Did oh, you guys yeah, see yeah. that? Just I didn't a, see it, but I know about it. I was a little uncomfortable with the young sex, and I was with a girlfriend. Lots of nakedness. That, yeah, and I was just like a little Bridgerton. I'm good. Well, we, it, but it's on stage. It's like real life. Yeah, it's yeah. It was a little awkward. So we looked at each other during the intermission, and I was like, "What do you want to do?" She's like, "I want to leave," and I was like, "Cool, me too. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked out of Jagged Little Pill, which I was so bummed. I, you know, it's been so long since I've seen a Broadway show. I need to. So I that's a, a recent trip. one, and it's gotten like it's like critically acclaimed. But that's is all it about Alanis Morissette? Morissette. Okay, it's all her music. Okay, um, I think I love that album too much that they didn't do it. Justice that it for didn't. Me. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, Meh. turning it into Broadway music might be a little. I could I walked see out of that the being Sponge jarring. Bob musical. So I mean, I walked oh, out of Elf. I'm not judging. <laughs> I walked out of Elf the musical, but that's mainly because my children would not sit still. And it was, oh. one of them was screaming. It was horrifying. I heard SpongeBob was great though. Why it's, did you walk out of it? I, it? It was just like super cheese. Oh, okay. And we we weren't with our kids. We were just oh. like season that, that ticket holders. Been... <laughs> and so we were like, oh, well, it's a it's an excuse for a date night. You know, we've, we've got the season tickets. We'll just Bye. go. We've never not enjoyed a you know performance. So we got there and we were like halfway through and both of us were just like, and honestly, it's kind of weirdly political. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, and I mean, whatever. It's fine. It goes over kids' heads. I don't care. But it was just kind of like, oh, this kind of just isn't oh, worth it. the time. Like, uh, yeah. Cars 2 got a little political about the gas oh, I still love cars. industry. <laughs> cars I adore, but Cars 2 got a little 
political, I thought. Um, okay, is there a book that you've read more than once? I know the Bible. The oh. Bible. <laughs> Trying to think. I don't know that I've read any books more than once. Mm. I don't think I, I think Catcher in the Rye might be the only one I have, but I, I read a lot. Because I like to read a lot. Times. I want to keep reading new books. Exactly. I do too, but some of them you need to you read. You read fast though. You're I know. not fair. Yeah, she I'm a slow reader. And then do you feel this way? Because I read so many scripts, mm -hmm. so many scripts that I'm like, I don't want to read. Lot. That's why yeah. even when I travel, if I have to pick one book, I bring my Bible with me. Because yeah. I don't want to, I'm going to read my Bible. And you, get you like podcasts, and audio books. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're busy. You're busy. Um, was there a show that you loved to watch with your kids when they were little? Like, is there a show that you would sit down and actually watch with them? You know what I loved was Bear in the Big Blue House. Oh, yeah. that was the, actually, that's the, the same creator as my show, Clarissa Explains Really? It yeah. I loved that show with my, I think I would get more excited watching that show than my kids did. I and I that just, way about Daniel oh, Tiger. I should have given you my coat. All my years on Sabrina, my little warm up jacket on set was a little fleece that said Bear in the Big Blue House on it. Because <gasps> oh! the showrunner gave it to me and it was so oh, cozy. Oh, I love that. That was my warm up. Yeah. And they were like, good night, Luna. Uh, the very end. Like, I just love that. Oh, that's so cute. All right. Now we have to, do you have your phone on you? Yes. So we just need to know how many unread emails are in your inbox. Oh, because we, we're going to judge Seven. you. <gasps> because I think she's that's your people, not my, my people. people. <laughs> I, I have to read my email. I'm, I'm the at, same. I have it 139 today and I'm freaking out. Let's see. I, I, but today. I like checked one it had, right before we started this and made sure everything oh, did, was so clear. So I've had seven during this the one podcast. had 92,000 when I met her. Right? I'm at 2,840. I, I don't, I don't. It's better. I don't get it. It's a system. It's 90,000 less. It. I don't get it. She just ignores them. The ones it. she doesn't need. The ones well, you don't need. I know. She's also PTO, like head of everything at school. I'm very like, organized. She is. It's, it's insane that she is able to be that unorganized in her emails. But we're working on it. It's a, it's a work in progress. All right, so we have to wrap up, but we want okay. to do a quick this or that. This or that. Okay. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. It's easy. Documentary or reality? Documentary. Comedy or tragedy? Comedy. Wordle or Sudoku? I have a hard I, time with that one too. I used I used to say Sudoku over any word game, yeah, but Wordle but I, I really like. I just started Wordle. I like, love it. At, uh, Andrea introduced it to me at, at like, 90s oh. Con on the plane. And I was like, yeah. oh, I it's like so it. It's so fun. I like it. so good. I don't know why I like it. It's not my usual thing, but I do like it. I like, I it, like it too. Last week was so hard. I, well, I'm doing the, I do the app. I don't do the daily thing. I just keep going. Oh. Okay, so this one, you can actually, we know what you're going to say. So whiskey or cocktails, but we know you have a wine, so you probably. Yes, but I would say, but even between whiskey and cocktails, cocktails. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Elvis or Beatles? Elvis. Surf or turf? Oh, um, I was literally thinking like surfer, and then I'm like, how does turf? Okay. <laughs> food, food, surf food, or turf? Food. Um, I am surf. Yes. Yes, me too. Uh Movie at home or movie in the theater? Mm, movie at home. Gotten old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here comes the controversy. Pepsi or Coke? Neither. I don't drink soda. Okay, I can respect this. Yes, I, can. Uh, I, I, I only I just, do it on special occasions. I wouldn't know. I don't care. Not my drink of choice. <laughs> Perfect. Inside or outside? Ask me like Fiji or Dasani. Oh, which one? Never Dasani. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Technically, that's Coca-Cola. So. Exactly. Oh, I think she's a Pepsi so girl. A Pepsi girl. <laughs> Inside or outside? Oh, outside. Outside. Weights or cardio? Weights. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love weights. Well, I have to say, you know, Candace at 90s Con, when we ran into each other and we did our fun little TikToks that you guys got to go check out, um, I... 
you, I, I said to Candace, like, will you, at the very end, as we were hugging goodbye, I was like, do you think you'd want to be on my podcast? She goes, I was waiting for you to ask me that. <laughs> I know. So I you are. And thank you so much You're for being so here. Welcome. We need you to leave a secret. Oh, yeah, you got to put a secret in our secret jar. Oh, we won't okay. know if it's you or or, okay. or somebody else. But, um, and and thank you just You're so much. You're so welcome. We loved this was having so, you. so fun. This was wonderful. We'll have to do it again. Do you have anything before we wrap that you want to promote? We. You've got Is there a new Aurora Tea Garden coming out we need to know about? Or are you have you already done your Christmas movie for this year? No? No. We're on a little it's hiatus. All in the Yeah. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Why? Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, girl. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram at Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Hart Official for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.